Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? On this episode of the podcast, we're joined by Kayla Hollenbaugh, our digital campaigns manager, and Kaylee Channing, senior enterprise account manager. They join us to talk about customer reviews and featured business stories. And we discuss how building relationships, providing radical support, and being authentic help us gather reviews and feature businesses in ways that everyone feels positive about. Though we don't often have negative reviews, we talk about how we handle these, and we cover tips for companies who gather reviews or want to feature the businesses they work with. Enjoy the episode. Well, we are back on the podcast, and I'm so excited because our two guests have not been here in quite a while. So Kaylee, welcome back. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me. And Kayla, good to see you too. Yeah, it has been a while. Good to be back on. Absolutely. So since it has been a while since you've both been on the podcast, let's remind our listeners about your role here and what you enjoy. So Kayla, start us off. Yeah. So I am the digital campaigns manager here at The Receptionist, which uh, means I'm on the marketing team. Um, And basically what I do, it's just a little bit of everything. Um, Marketing strategy, sending out emails, working on social media. And so I really love kind of the variety of what I do here. And the fact that we are a smart, small marketing team uh, makes it super fun. We get to have some fun with our marketing strategy. So I love it. Great. And Kaylee, what about you? Uh, I'm an account manager. So I'm on the sales team. Part of what I do that's relevant to what we're talking about today is that I help our customers get onboarded after they've purchased a new location or subscription from us. Um, so, you know, I, I work with them for couple of weeks to a month just to make sure they're fully up and running and, and happy and have all their questions answered seamlessly. I'd say what I, part of what I love about it is, you know, our product is so simple and easy to use, but when people do need my help, it's, it's super fulfilling to be able to like problem solve and collaborate along with our customers so that we can get the product to function in the way they want. Great. And today we're going to talk about customer reviews and featured businesses. But before we dig into that, we aim to have very happy customers. So let's talk a little bit about how we do that. So Kaylee, how do we make sure we have happy customers? Um, well, I think part of it is is the creation of the account manager role. This was I'm the first account manager, so I you know helped build out out the role. And um, before me, we didn't have a dedicated onboarding person. And as we grew, you know, we saw the need to bridge a gap so that the customers could be supported by a dedicated individual throughout their entire implementation. So, you know, as I said, they're with me for a month before being passed off to the support team, which just makes for a more seamless transition and and helps set them up for success in the long term. So, yeah, radical support is not just with the support team. It's it's a holistic, holistic thing from start to finish. Yeah. And Kayla, obviously you're on the marketing side, but what's your perspective on how we keep our customers so happy? Yeah. um, I really want to echo Kaylee when she says, you know, it's not just the support team. It's, it's everyone uh, getting involved. I mean, firstly, it's a great product and, and that's just a great way to have happy customers when it does what you expect it to do. And I think just the fact that we are all involved in supporting our customers I know we've mentioned on the podcast before, we all do our support hours every month where we get in our live chat platform and 
kind of get to interact with our customers and get to know them a little bit more. And then also kind of making sure that, you know, the gestures that they do for us are appreciated. And this is kind of more focused on the marketing side. So say we have someone will post about us on social media or post a picture of their uh, receptionist setup, you know, the iPad at their front desk. We, we love to reach out to them and like offer them some receptionist swag or just anything that can kind of build that relationship. And I think that is really on everyone in the team is relationship building and making sure that we are available to the customers when they need us. So that's a big, it greatly contributes to the customer happiness. Yeah, I love that. I wonder if we'll see more people posting pictures of how they're using us now that the, the secret's out that maybe some swag <laughs> will be coming uh-huh. your way. <laughs> so when we do have happy customers, we know that that's an opportunity to utilize that excitement and you know share that with others, but we don't want to do that in a way that feels bad for anyone. So Kaylee, talk to us about how we actually ask our customers for reviews. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a good question because it's something I... Um, you know, in building out the role, I was kind of worried about, like, I don't want to pressure anyone. They've already bought the product. Like, I don't want to pressure them. I don't want to annoy them. You know, some people just want to like get set up and and go about their way. So it's, you know, I really do want to meet people where they're at, but to, you know, to, I I work with people for about a month before I hand them off to CX, um, customer support. Um, so I, I have time to build a relationship with them and I've, built value with them. So it doesn't feel like I'm asking for a lot at that point, just because we have a history together. Usually, you know, I don't, I don't put any pressure on it. I, I just, I ask twice, you know, once when I'm handing them off to customer support. And then again, a couple of days later, Hey, did you have a chance to, to leave us a review? It would mean a lot. And and that's it. And I just explain how it'll help them and how it'll help us. And of course, we do offer a $25 Amazon gift card as a thank you for their time. Yeah. And I love that because you said you've built that relationship. And so it's not asking for something hard and it's not asking out of the blue. And then a little incentive on the back end is always fun too. Now, once we get these reviews and we're very proud of the reviews that that we've been given, how do we utilize them? Where are they actually going? They're helpful for us. They go directly to our company Slack. So, um, you know, the, everyone can read them and it's just great to get like directly from the customer for everyone to like get a pulse on, on what their needs and what their feedback are. So we're all like on the same page with that feedback. You know, it's, it's just, I think can be better than submitting a feature request that's filtered through me that I'm sending to dev, you know, like everyone's reading the same thing directly from them. So yeah, they go to our Slack. And then they also go to G2 Crowd and Captera. Those are independent software review sites that a lot of people, a lot of prospective customers will look to before purchasing from us. It, I mean, we're the highest rated in terms of customer satisfaction and ease of use. We have the most reviews out of any visitor management system. Very proud. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, that and that's just huge. It's like, you know, when you go on Yelp to, to figure out what restaurant you want to go to, it's like there might be a restaurant with a, you know, five-star review five-star like status, but they only have two reviews. And then there might be one with like 300 reviews, but they're four and a half stars. Like you're probably going to go to the one with like hundreds of reviews because it's, you know, more widely loved. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, having those independent software review websites are really important in a software as a service business. 
because as Kaylee mentioned, it is like the equivalent to a Yelp or a TripAdvisor. Uh, as humans, we like want confirmation from other people who have used a product that it will work for what we want it for. And that, you know, there haven't been issues in setup or anything like that with the software. So, you know, sites like G2, they do confirm before they post any reviews that that user who has posted the review is using our software. So, you know, we don't get any like fake reviews that come in and they're all verified and people who come to the site know that they're verified. And so it presents just like a really great opportunity for our customers to talk about how much they love us and then for other people to read about it. And I think it also helps, you know, just being able to put that on our website. You know, Kaylee mentioned we are the highest rated for ease of use and customer service. And that's just a great marketing tool to tell people who are considering going with us is, you know, we do have the best customer service of all the visitor management systems. And we care so much about our customer support that we trademarked the term radical support. So just really echoing that brand messaging with, you know, real backed up evidence from the reviews is, is super important. And just being able to show those reviews to people who are considering us, it's a big thing where, you know, we do service a lot of different industries. So say we have a client in behavioral health, leave us a review on say G2 or Captera. And then a lead comes in and says, you know, hey, well, this worked for my behavioral health business. We can then point them to reviews from that industry and kind of really back that up with uh, concrete evidence from other customers in their industry as well. Yeah. Now, obviously, with um, a lot of ratings and really strong ratings, we don't get many, if any, negative reviews or negative feedback. So can, can either of you talk just a little bit about what we do or what we would do if we get a, a negative review? Yeah, I think the the first thing we do obviously is, you know, try to figure out where that negative review is coming from. Um, we have Andy or Michael or myself will usually respond on G2 or Captera directly to that person leaving the review. Kaylee can probably expand a little bit more. Uh, CX or um, their account manager might reach out to them. A lot of the times it is something that can be cleared up. Say, as Kaylee mentioned, there's a feature that they are looking for that they that exist and they just haven't found or hadn't heard about it. And just really making sure that we follow up with them and don't leave that negative review out there to show that, you know, we do care about their experience with us and we want to work as hard as we can to make it right. Yeah. Kaylee, what's your experience with negative reviews? They're super rare. Like I yeah. can think of one off the top of my head and it was like a three-star review. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just like, it's always something that can be like cleared up, you know, just, just reach out, have, have a little, I love that, that marketing responds because it shows other prospective customers that we care and we take that feedback very seriously. Yeah. Either I'll reach out or customer support will reach out and we'll, we'll document what they're trying to do. We have a process for submitting feature requests. So we'll either do that or we'll get them what they needed that they didn't realize could be done. Yeah. And really it's furthering that relationship that you've already built in the onboarding, which is great. Now, Kayla, we also utilize our website to feature businesses. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we uh, post on our blog uh, pretty regularly featured business stories. And it's just kind of a story about uh, customers that use us and how they found us. Um, what their setup process was like and what their experience with us is. So it's basically a really in-depth uh, review. And the way that we go about collecting those is 
Michael, our director of marketing, will email customers just asking if they would like to be a featured business on our website. You know, like Kaylee said, there's no pressure put on it. It's just kind of outlining the benefits to their business and then to our business as well for the review, uh, the featured business story, excuse me. And um, so anyone who responds with some interest, I will usually just set up like a 20 to 30 minute call with them. And I just kind of walk through, again, like I mentioned, their receptionist story and everyone who jumps on a call with me, it's very generous of them to kind of, you know, takes time out of their day to talk to me about how much they like our product and, you know, answer questions for the story. So, you know, big common ones that I ask are like, how did you find us? You know, how did you pick us from, pick us out from our field of competitors in the visitor management space? Usually that's just a great thing to put into a featured business story and kind of publicize to other people who may also be looking at our competitors. And then also their experience with support with us and, you know, just how easy it is to set up the receptionist at their business. Most people that it, not most, I find that all, everyone who responds and, you know, is willing to give up their time to talk to me has a great experience with us. So those featured business calls are usually really fun because they just, you know, talk about how much they were taking on themselves before they installed the receptionist. A big thing we hear a lot is, you know, people using paper logbooks or something super inefficient to track visitors before us. And then after they install us, we save them so much time. So it's really great to just get feedback from customers and have that, you know, one-to-one talk with them that I find, you know, marketing doesn't usually get the opportunity to do that as much as other departments. So I love that aspect. I, when I first started, Michael was actually primarily responsible for writing the featured business stories. And then, you know, I requested to take it on just because I loved getting to talk to customers and then writing up their answers and in those featured business stories. Yeah. And what have you found to be the benefits both for us and the clients when we're featuring them on the website? Mm -hmm. I think a big benefit for the clients is just getting a little bit more kind of exposure about their business, their business and their brand. Um, We have like a huge variety of businesses that we do feature on our website. One is the U.S. Truck Driver Training School or Behavior Health Facility. So in that blog post, I really do try to explain their business, explain uh, where they come from, what they do, so that anyone reading that post can get to know a little bit more about them. And then, you know, usually a result of these calls is that they install the receptionist for iPad because they really care about their visitors and they really care about making their check-in and tracking process more efficient. So, you know, just reflecting that care for their customers in their story in the featured business story is um, a great reflection on their brand as well. And for us, I think, you know, I, I mentioned it in my previous answer. It's just kind of giving our customers like a real human face and a real human story that prospective leads can come and read and understand like they're giving prospective leads a a kind of glimpse into what it would be like to work with us. And as I mentioned, people who get on those calls always have a great experience. So people who read the stories are like, oh, wow, this behavioral health facility is similar to me. And they said it was super easy to set up. And they said every support question they have has been answered. So, you know, it's a really great marketing tool for us. Yeah. Just to 
but to piggyback off of that, like from a sales perspective, a lot of times people will come in and ask us for a list of references. And, um, you know, we, we take our customer privacy very seriously. So we don't want to just like hand over a list of all of our company or customer names. So being able to point to those reviews, like, hey, go check out G2 Crowd, go check out this specific featured business story. Like being able to provide those to them is just like a great way to build trust and, and build credibility, especially like, you know, as Kayla mentioned within specific industries, like, okay, here are all the behavioral health um, you know, ways behavioral health places are using our system. Here's all the ways um, aerospace places are are using our system. So, yeah, that's great, and it's it's fun getting to see more of the behind the scenes of of how you're actually making those happen, building the relationships, continuing those conversations. So, as we kind of wrap this up, can you share any tips for businesses about how they can sort of appropriately solicit and utilize reviews? Maybe even if they don't have that same sort of onboarding experience and don't have the same opportunity to build the relationships with their clients? Yeah, that I mean, that was going to be my big takeaway is like, yeah. pay attention to your onboarding process. I mean, I think if you're purchasing something, there's always a way to to build value in, in the adoption of the product. So I think just don't let people flounder after purchase. And that gives you the opportunity to like build re- relationships and establish a human connection with them. Like before the account manager role, uh, we would ask for reviews via automated marketing emails. That was like before we were getting to build that like a month long relationship. And I think, I don't know, I'm just kind of making this up, but I feel like we would get like one review a month, Kayla. You think that's like about right? Like not a ton. I mean, we would get them, but, and now, now that we have the account manager role and it's a, a focus of what I do, we get like 50, we're at 20 already for the month. So that's great. Yeah. Just having like that dedicated person to, to really, be a human helps a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, and when you ask, like, be genuine, let them know what the review would mean to you personally, how it can help other customers who are looking for a product like ours and, and how their feedback can help drive product innovation. Yeah. I mean, you're really putting the sort of the personal touch on it, both in how you're asking, when you're asking, and kind of the way that you're relating to the person that you're asking and what they'll contribute. Kayla, any additional thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree with Kaylee when she mentions the uh, kind of explosion in reviews after she did set up that account manager role. I think a lot of people could tell that the emails that were soliciting reviews beforehand weren't quite as human, weren't quite as authentic as, you know, having that account manager relationship. Um, And, you know, maybe you don't always have an account manager at your business that can foster that month, month long relationship. But it really is just about making sure that when you do request a review, you are authentic. And as Kelly mentioned, you want to mention the benefit to both your business and then our business as well. Um, I think there's a stigma around leaving reviews, at least for me, like leaving reviews on Yelp. You only ever really want to leave a review when you have a negative experience, say at a restaurant or something. So it's really making sure that you're building a relationship, making sure your customers are always happy, not just when you're asking them for a review. And then again, not putting any kind of pressure or onus on what will happen if they don't leave a review. So just, you know, really highlighting what the review means to you and, you know, how it will help you out, I think is really important. Well, thank you both so much. Again, great stories of kind of what we're doing, but also I think lots of great information for for companies who are doing things differently than what we're up to. So thank you both for being back on the podcast after quite a while since we've seen you. 
Yeah. Yay. Thanks, Sarah. So much, Sarah. We're so glad that Kaylee and Kayla could join us again on the podcast. And don't forget that you can watch a video of today's episode over on our blog at thereceptionist.com.